You are listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast, and we want to thank you so very much for joining us today. As we watch prophecy unfold on a daily basis, the world is searching for answers, and the nation of Israel needs true friends now more than ever before. Please stay tuned with us for today's broadcast as we will be focusing on news in the Middle East, Bible prophecy, and why America should never turn her back on God's chosen people. And now, here is our radio host, Dr. K. Daniel Freed. This is a continuation of the message, The Mark of the Beast. Literally, thousands have come to know Christ as their Lord and Savior, and many revived in these last days. Number three, the system of commerce meant that all Christians were mostly excluded from commerce by the very nature of the Roman economic system. We're talking about something that went on 2,000 years ago. Number four, Christians would not sign contracts in the name of a divine emperor or demon deity because a signature or allegiance to this beastly system of economics meant that Christians would have to deny God and give credence to a wicked system. Amazingly, Nero Caesar's name, when you add it up numerically, comes to this same number, 666. Now that's what we're experiencing in these last days. They want to centralize everything, right? They're talking about getting a national ID card. From there, they're going to want to put that information and barcode it on your skin. They're already putting these biochips into animals, requiring the animals to have these chips in them. Today, we're living in a time where the mark of the beast is very real and has already been in existence for a good number of years. Now, you say, well, I don't rightly believe that, Brother Freed. Well, according to the patent number 5,878,155, it was issued by the Houston inventor Thomas Heater. And he describes this ability to make a electronic sales transaction. He says, the method for verifying human identity during electronic sale transactions. Method is presented for facilitating sales transactions by electronic media. A barcode or design is tattooed on an individual. Before the sales transaction can be consummated, the tattoo is scanned with a scanner. This, by the way, was patented back in 1999. Mm, Isn't that interesting? Now, when barcode came out many, many years ago, actually in the 70s, they were starting to have these barcodes. They came out with the first barcode system, and then they have several others. But the main barcode that they have is the primary barcode that's on every product that you buy at the supermarket. All right, now, dear brother, I want you to testify with me, confirm that this is accurate. Now, you see here the number six right here? See those two thin lines right there? Mm -hmm. You see, what does that represent? That number six? Mm -hmm. Number six, all right? That's good. Now, let, let's look here to see if, if this thing, I was trying to see if I could find something. See the first two thin lines right here? See that? See that? 
Is there a number underneath there, right underneath it? No. Not right underneath it. There's a number underneath all these other ones, right? See, look at that middle tooth they line. See that? Is there a number underneath that? Mm-hmm. What about the last tooth they lines? Nope. No. What do those tooth they lines represent? The number six. Mm-hmm. So that? Oh, we don't believe him. Okay, then let me ask him. I had two flint lines. What's that number? Six. See that? See that, ma'am? Just in case he's lying. Yeah. All right. Look at these two thin lines here. First two thin lines. Mm-hmm. No number. No number. Middle two thin lines. No number. Yeah. See that? Sure. The last two thin lines. Any number? No number. What do those two thin lines represent? Six. Number six. What you have here is six, six, six. Now, why don't they tell you about that? Why don't they tell everybody that every time they use a product uh, in the supermarket, they're scanning this number that begins with six in the middle, has six, and at the end it's 666. Six, six. Why don't they tell people about that? They won't tell people about it because they don't want to scare anybody, right? But we already are doing it. We're already buying and selling with that number. The only difference is it's not on the skin yet. See that? The barcode is not embedded on the skin. But it's on things like that. Listen, when you buy a tire from Walmart, they have these RFID tags, radio frequency tags. They have enough towers, eventually they'll be able to tell that you took that radio and you didn't pay for it. They'll be able to trace it right back to your house. The, your clothes are going to have, if not already have, these RFID tags embedded in the fabric of your clothes. They know where you buy your clothes. They know where you live. You won't be able to get away. You won't be able to get away from this mark. It'll be everywhere. See that? Now, beloved, we have the mark of the beast today. The system of the mark of the beast is already active today. The only next step they have to do now is require it to be barcoded or put in our skin. Does that worry you? Does that bother you? Well, if you're saved, it ought not to bother you. If there's a loved one that you have that, that's not born again, it ought to bother you. You don't want them to get the mark of the beast now, do you? Well, they will. They surely will. The Bible talks about these marks. This mark is not a new thing. It's been around for a long time. And Genesis chapter 4 tells us that Cain and Abel, you know what happened to Abel? What happened to Abel? Cain killed him. Cain committed the first murder by a human being. God gave him one chance to bring the sacrifice. He didn't bring the sacrifice. He, He brought the works of his hands. Now, just assume that door is open there. God opened the door. God gave Cain a second chance. And what did he tell Cain? He said, sin lieth at the door. Now you do a word study on that word sin, and you compare it there in the book of Leviticus in the King James Bible, it's also translated sin offering. What I believe what happened there is the the Lord brought him maybe a, a lamb, probably a lamb, no doubt, brought him a lamb, brought it to the door, opened the door, and said, now Cain, come and get that lamb, amen, and kill it, and do the right thing. Then I'll accept it. So that... What did Cain do? He didn't. He didn't get that sin offering. Sad, isn't it? God gave Cain a second chance. And then God said because he had rejected him, that Cain was worried about anybody would. God had cursed Cain, right? He would be a vagabond in the earth. And then Cain said, well, the punishment is too much for me to bear. So what did God do? God put a mark on him. See that? 
so that anybody that would find Cain would not kill him. Now that mark, as far as we know, was never removed from Cain. Cain was a marked man. Cain never had another chance to be saved. Are you hearing me now? So the fact of the matter is that when you get that mark, you never lose the mark. The mark is in your skin, on you, whether it's visible or invisible. We don't know. But we know one thing, you don't ever lose it. So all I'm trying to tell you here this morning is if you're not sure you're saved, why don't you make sure? Why would you risk getting a mark that will never be removed and will condemn you for all eternity in a lake of fire? As definite as this mark is, God has a mark too, by the way. Amen? Yeah, God has his own mark. Remember the book of Esther there? The Bible talks about when the king is going to make a decree so that the Jews can defend themselves, right? He says, write ye also for the Jews as it liketh you in the king's name and seal it with the king's ring. For the writing which is written in the king's name and sealed with the king's ring may no man reverse. Amen. So what happened is there. The king took his ring. He had a little clay glob, you might say, on a document. The document said the Jews could defend themselves. He'd take his ring, his signet, and he would embed it inside the clay, which would also stay and seal that document. And the Bible said no man could reverse it. I have a king in heaven, the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen. That put his signet on my soul. Amen. And once he put that signet on my soul, not even the devil can snatch the seat away. I'm sealed by the Holy Ghost. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 30. Whereby grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. Whereby you're sealed unto the day of redemption. I'm sealed. I got a mark on me when I got born again. It's called the earnest of my inheritance. You know, when you buy a house, you know you've heard this before. You got to put the earnest money down. That's telling the seller that you mean business. The Holy Ghost put some earnest money down. He said, I'm coming to collect one day. Yeah, man, he's going to. Every time that, that wicked devil accused the brethren night and day, the earnest of our inheritance speaks louder than words. Shut up now, devil. Shut up now, devil. Look at the earnest of the inheritance of the saints. You can't touch them. You can't steal them. You can't kidnap them. No. Yeah. Now I did a little word study on that word there about the, the mark, the signet there. That clay is an amazing thing that it's translated in the Bible. If you want to know what Bible words mean, just look it up everywhere it's translated in the King James Bible. Do you know that the King James Bible is a walking dictionary all by its lonesome? Amen. Now, I'm not trying to discourage you from study now, no. But I'm trying to tell you, if you want to know what a word means, look it up everywhere it's been translated in your King James Bible, and you'll discover what it really means. Hey, man. Well, the next time this word is used, it's used there. We talk about Noah's Ark. The Bible said they would take pitch, amen, and put it in the crevices, the cracks between the woods, amen. Why? 
because it formed a sealant so it wouldn't allow the water to come in. If the water comes in, the ark is going to sink. Amen. See that when God tells you to put pitch in something, it means it's going to be sealed. Amen. And that's why the ark, Noah's ark, is a wonderful type of eternal salvation. Because once you get into the ark, amen, you'll never sink. <laughs> Glory. You'll never drown. Glory to God. You're sealed. You hear me? You're sealed. That pitch, that's the same kind of clay that the king put his signet in there. And then they also took the pitch. Now when baby Moses was going to be killed, amen, the mother made the bull rush. Remember that little basket? What did she do? She put that pitch in there to seal it so that baby Moses wouldn't drown. Isn't that great? You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. And we pray that today's program has been an encouragement to you. If it has, please contact us and let us know you're listening. If you are of Jewish descent and would like to know more about the new covenant prophesied in the book of Jeremiah chapter 31, or maybe you're curious as to why true Bible-believing Christians have always supported Israel, please contact us. As a token of our love and appreciation, we would like to give you a beautifully bound Hebrew-English new covenant referred to as the New Testament. This Prophecy Edition Bible will be a great addition to your library and it will help you understand why those who believe in Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lord Jesus Christ, have always loved, supported, and prayed for Israel. Now if you're writing to let us know you're listening or if you're requesting one of these beautiful Hebrew English New Covenants, you may do so by going to our website www.hopeofisrael.net That's hopeofisrael.net You can also write to us at P.O. Box 1700 Powder Springs, Georgia 30127 Once again, that's P.O. Box 1700 Powder Springs, Georgia 30127 This broadcast is made possible because of giving friends all around the country, and if you would like to have a part in keeping this broadcast on your local station, you can send your donation to that same address, and please include the call letters of your radio station. That address, once again, is P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia, 30127. You can also give by going to the website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That is hopeofisrael.net. You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Please tune in again at this same time as we stand with Israel and proclaim truth from God's precious word.